1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. Down here at the store, 2050 East, 6200 South in Holiday. Come down here, you get the rack of ribs for just $19.99. And oh, for that same price, they're also going to throw in six smoked wings as well. I have not tried this cheesy bread yet. Is that good stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Look at all that melty cheese just pouring off the edge of that bread. And you've got that garlic butter that's pasted on underneath it. And that incredible fresh today made dough. <laughs> all of it cooked in a wood oven fire. It's just, it's good. It's as good as it gets. <laughs> All right, joining us now, the head coach of the University of Utah men's basketball team. Still getting used to saying that. It's Craig Smith, kind enough to join us. Coach, how the heck are you? Hey, Coach. Hey, guys. Well, uh, I'm doing great. It, I will say it did sound a little different, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> kinda, uh, but, you know. I almost corrected him. And... Like, I almost stopped him and corrected him. Like, hey, Scotty. Oh, nope, that's right. That is right. <laughs> coach. What's I mean? Are you feel like you're drinking from a fire hose right now? What's these last few days been like for you? Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, you know, it's been about a week or whatever, but you just there's a lot of different things going on, and you guys know how that goes uh, from your experience over the years. But you're just trying to, you know, you're you're doing a million different things, and I'm the worst guy in the world when it comes to meeting with HR to fill out your benefits, and you know what I mean. What's the dental plan and that whole deal and. Uh, I'm awful with that stuff. I don't want to do it. It's the last thing on my mind. But you're just doing those sorts of things. And my wife said something about looking at housing. I'm like, I don't, I mean, I care, but I don't care uh, about the housing. And it's like, let's just build relationships, get these workouts going with the guys that are currently here. You're recruiting, um, trying to hire a staff, and then obviously um, settling in and, and meeting as many people as you can and trying to promote the program. So it's been fast and furious. Um, um, the one day <laughs> I, I left the office and I called my, called Darcy, my wife, and I was like, man, I'm so hungry. And this was like at nine 30 at night. And then it kind of hit me. I hadn't eaten anything all day, but you just, you just kind of get in that groove, uh, where you're going one spot to the next. Coach, I was able to hear you on a conversation with, um, I think it was our evening show and, uh, I heard you talking about your childhood and the way you grew up. And I, I, told myself hey when i get a chance to talk to him i want to revisit that where did you grow up um and what was what was that like and and you you kind of talked about the difficulties of it but what was your what was your youth like and where did this drive to be a great coach and man come from well i've always wanted to be a coach i've always loved sports i've always loved people um always loved kids you know i grew up in a small town steven minnesota minnesota s-t-e-p-h-e-n um uh, when i was growing up you know how you you drive into, and I'm going to say town, not city. It definitely was a town. Uh, and it says, Stephen, population 908. And so I tell people all the time, I graduated number two in my class, and I still couldn't be in the top 10%. So <laughs> there was 18 <laughs> of us. Um, I had an amazing childhood. Uh, my parents are awesome. Really taught us the value of hard work and treating people right. And, you know, and just the value, you got to work for everything in, in your life. And um, we're, my parents are people of substance, you know, um, uh, grew up with not a whole lot of money, but yet they did everything the kids could to provide us great opportunities. And, um, and you know, I've always thought your example, 
people, a lot of people talk the talk. Some people walk the walk. And I've always been one that follows people's actions and follows people's examples. And, you know, it was one of those things where my dad, I never saw in the morning, he'd get up, you know, whatever, 536 and go in and he, he had worked for a guy and he, he, my dad never asked for much, that's for sure. But, uh, some people got a pay raise and he asked for one and he didn't get it. And I haven't shared this. I don't know if I've ever shared this story. And he said, okay, he turned in his res- resignation and he started his own, own business and ran that guy out of business. And then he bought that guy's building and <laughs> the rest is history. And my mom had her own daycare in our house for 34 years. And so I was always around kids. I'm the oldest of five boys. And so just kind of a sense of responsibility and trying to pave the way for my brothers and for all those, you know, little kids in the daycare and, and family is a strong word in our family and we have a tight knit family. And, um, uh, I couldn't, be, couldn't have been more lucky from all that standpoint, but you know, when I love going back to Steven as my wife, my wife is from Steven and our parents, my parents and her parents are lifelong friends. So it's really fun to go back for Christmas and, you know, the 4th of July sometimes and, and share it with them. But it's really remote. I mean, you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, there's not a whole lot around that area. It's about 40 miles south of Canada and about 10 miles um, east of North Dakota. So if you can imagine that location. So when I moved to Utah, I was always telling people, do you know how lucky you are? I mean, there's no humidity. It's sunny every day. Rarely is there any wind, at least in Logan. I don't know about Salt Lake City. Um, there's not a bug around. And people would say, wait till winter. <laughs> I'm like, you have no idea what winter you have no is. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, literally no idea. So, uh, you know, it was, it was what we were. I, I had an amazing childhood. I got four, like I said, four younger brothers that are big time. And that um, uh, shaped me t- uh, into who I am today. And I'm not sure that's you know, a great thing or a bad thing, but it's it, certainly it's a good me. thing. Well, it's it's a good, it's, thing. It's a good thing, and I and, and I can share a story. There was uh, it wasn't this last season, but the season before, and Coach was always really great, and you were always awesome in coming out for post game shows and and chatting about uh, games and and one of your bigger wins, uh, not this year, but the year before, we were in uh, uh, in Florida, and you beat University of Florida in that in that game down there in the Orange Bowl Classic, and and I remember you texted me, said, "Hey, look." Can I can I pass out on skip out on the post game show because I want to catch a flight to make sure I get back home uh, to see my family for Christmas? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely, just go. But I mean, that that just kind of shows you the commitment uh, that, that that you have for family and, and that family. How much does that bleed over into your philosophy as a coach and and, and your your uh, your belief in how you treat players and treat staff and things along those lines? Well, you know, everybody does things differently. I've always viewed our program as a family and i know that gets overstated i get it everybody says it but i've always thought everybody says it but not everybody does it and and you know everybody has their own thing but i've just always felt like you know uh, the 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 players in our program i treat like they're my sons and i'll never be able to replace their parents i fully understand that but i also understand our responsibilities as coaches when we recruit a young man or in this case you you know you take you you're in charge of a new program and uh and that's the hardest part when you take another job is you feel like you're you do feel like you're a little bit um you're letting those guys down 
And there's things that go into it with how you got to do it, just depending on um, the circumstance. And that's not always ideal, that's for sure. But but that's just how it, it has to go sometimes. And and um, and so that's how we do it. And I, I tell my, my wife, knows, like I raise, I try to, as a father, I try to raise my children the same way as I coach our players. And is it an exact science? No, but I, you know, sometimes my wife will tell me like, you're not your kids' coach. And I just, to me, coach and father are synonymous. There's not, I'm not sure there's a difference except for your X and an O and, you know, and so that's just always been my philosophy. I see it as the same. And I know that can come off a little cheesy or what have you, but that's just who I am. And uh, it, for me, it works for me. It's been successful wherever we've been. And, you know, and there's a lot of other factors that go into it, you know, with the recruiting and the relationships and you, you learn what kind of people you're bringing in that way. And so uh, it's definitely molded me and molded my coaching philosophy in a lot of ways, um, just in terms of my upbringing. So, Coach, knowing how much you loved Logan and, and loved Utah State, I, I would imagine this was a, a, a terribly difficult decision for you. But I'm curious, when you sat down with that family of yours and you're putting pros and cons on a paper, give me a, a few of the pros on going to Utah that kind of pushed you in that direction to, to take that job and that offer? Yeah, I mean, it, it's at the end of the day, it's in the Pac-12, and, you know, you're in a BCS league, and, I mean, the uh, look at the success of the Pac-12 in the national tournament this year, and, and, and now you're at the highest level. And, obviously, we did incredible things at Utah State three years ago. You know, our first year we finished in the top 25 in the country, and, obviously, we were picked ninth, and, won the regular and conference tournament championship. Um, but, there, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's at the highest level. And so uh, that was, a, you know, a big thing. Obviously, getting to know the athletic director and John Hartwell. Uh, John Hartwell at Utah State has been incredible. He's a tremendous friend. Uh, I think the world of him. And, and it's always been, for me, about people. And that part of it, you know, has to align. Obviously, there's been opportunities at various places that I haven't taken taken and a lot of it's because and the biggest part is because of the people you surround yourself with and and certainly I've heard great things about um, Mark Harlan the AD here and and when we talked there was a lot of similarities and and our in our visions aligned that way so you know certainly those things the facilities here and and so on and so forth. So it just felt like it was the right time. Our family loves Utah. There's only, I know some people are going to say, oh, this, that, or the other, but there was only a select few jobs around the country that I would have even considered. And this is certainly one of them. And obviously, and, and you know, uh, we loved it there. We love living in this state. This this uh, The state of Utah is just absolutely, I, I, I could talk all day about the people here uh, and, and, and the values and everything that goes with it. And so um, we were very fortunate that way. And so the decision was made, and, and I know they're going to find a, an excellent head coach at Utah State and build another great staff and keep that train rolling um, for the Aggies. Craig Smith, new coach at the University of Utah, joining us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Uh, I know you and I talked a little bit about this when you took the Utah State job. 
that you were able to peek in and look at a little bit at the roster and maybe fire up synergy and look at some of the players as well. Did you get an opportunity to do that in the process of vetting the University of Utah? And how much have you had a chance to do that since to really evaluate what's in the cupboards there at Utah? Well, I didn't have much time on the front end. Certainly I've been able to watch a little bit more, but not as much as I'd like. I will say we hit the ground running. Um, we just got done uh, working our guys out, and, and we've been able to do that for almost the whole week. And so that's been very good to, to kind of see firsthand um, the talent and, and what's out here and, and what we need to recruit. And we certainly got to hit the recruiting trails hard to find the right fit. Guys that are going to embrace, you know, living in Salt Lake City and representing the University of Utah and doing it for the right, way, you know, reasons. Obviously, we have just tremendous facilities here. I mean, it's, a, it's you kind of got to pinch yourself. It's almost like going to Disneyland every day uh, with these facilities. But you know, that's a big piece of it. But you don't want—I don't want guys coming here because of the facilities, right? Because at the end of the day, it's bricks and mortar, and you want them coming here because they believe in uh, the program, they believe in the university, it's the right fit for them, and they feel like they have a chance to flourish and lead us, you know, to NCAA tournament after NCAA tournament. And so I've watched certainly some film, and I think we have some really good pieces. Like anything, the transfer portal is on fire right now. I think I saw, you know, 1,100 in the country. And going into this season, you know, on average, over three men's basketball players per program transfer out in any given year. And I think that's going to be shattered um, this year. And so, you know, like anywhere, you build relationships, you, you try to show your vision the best that you can for the program and, and uh, get to know each student athlete that's on the roster. And then if it's the right fit for them, it's the right fit. And if it's not, it's not, you know, we have a lot to offer and, and we'll find the guys that believe in this place and, and have the same visions that we do. And we did the same thing at, you know, at Utah State. People forget when we first got hired, we lost Kobe McEwen right away, and there was a lot of scuttlebutt going on. And how could they lose, you know, um, Kobe and, and, and various other guys? I think we had four or five guys that transferred out. But that's just part of the deal. And I don't get too worried about that stuff because – if you have to, it's like anything in life. If you have to beg and plead and beg and plead for someone to like you or be your friend, it's probably not going to work, you know, in the in the long run. So uh, that's the landscape that we face in college athletics today, and and certainly at a high level in in uh, Division One men's basketball. Coach, you've done this now a couple of times where you've come in and and rebuilt, and you've done it quickly. I mean, to the point where. A lot of us just sat back in awe of what you did at Utah State and thought, this man really is something. Do you put a lot of pressure on yourself to come in right now and win right now? Or, or do you not put winning in, in the forefront of what you have to do at the University, uh, the univer- the U- University of Utah right now? Yeah, I'm a bad loser, just like you guys. <laughs> and uh, I don't deal with it very well. But but I deal with it in the right manner, right? I, it's almost like self-torture, but not take it out on anybody else, right? And so you beat yourself up. I'm not light on losing. Every year our goal is to get to the NCAA tournament and win when we get there. Unfortunately, we weren't able to win. You know, our, uh, obviously we qualified three times. We weren't able to play that second year. Um, but that's our goals and our expectations. And 
Um, uh, you know, we've been fortunate to be able to win right away. It doesn't always happen like that. You know, I, I certainly we want to really build a great team for next year, but it's more important to build a great program and build this thing for the long run. So we're always just like every year. You're always keeping your mind on the now and, and the season coming up, but at the same time, you got to have an eye on and not take. You know, I would say if you take shortcuts, you get cut short. So we always want to think long-term, long-term, long-term in everything we do. And we even did that last year at Utah State, bringing in, you know, seven freshmen. We didn't – we looked at the transfer portal, but we just didn't find the right fit for what we were looking for. We went all freshmen. So we're not – and we were fortunate to be able to just keep that thing going. And you're building a – you're building a team, but more importantly, you're building a program. And that's where our focus will be. Coach, if it would have made a difference, I would have cut down our conversations to like one a week instead of like four or five. I don't know if that would have helped me. You know, it's really interesting. I, <laughs> I get I get really wordy when I talk. Uh, you know how I ramble on. You you more than anybody know that. Uh, you it's probably my wife is one A and you are one B in terms of me <laughs> rambling on. But you know, I, I've always been a pretty good writer. Uh, I have your pen actually sitting right here, and I could. Nice. If this was a camera interview, I would show it to you, but it's sitting right here on my desk. And, um, you know, I, I'm a sentimental guy. I'm an emotional guy. I understand in these moves how it works, and I understand, you know, coming, you know, down the road, so to speak, how I'm sure that made a lot of people feel, uh, and I and I, I get that. Um, but when you sit down, and it's hard to articulate sometimes. Um, your feelings, and certainly I'm thrilled to be here, but there's a lot of emotions when you reflect back on the three years, and I've said it many times, it's been three of the most amazing years of my life in every way, shape, and form, and you start putting it down on paper, and I I had specific stories I wanted to relate, but I could have wrote like literally a 15-page paper, and I had about a five-page paper, and I had to trim it down even more for the tweet that I released, and one of my favorite memories will always be with you, Scotty. You know, the pregame was fine, but I love the radio show on a weekly basis, hanging out for you for an hour. And those hours felt like about a 15-minute segment, or that hour, I should say. And then I think my favorite, I love the postgame. And we had so much fun. Uh, the emails at, that I received um, were tremendous, and that was a common theme. I love listening to the postgame show on the way home from the games. And that was always so enjoyable to me doing that sitting in the spectrum. And of course it's fun with you because you just get it and you do a great job. Uh, but that, those are memories I'll always um, cherish and have with me for a long, long time. And it's funny, the things that pop up, but that was certainly uh, one of my favorite things over the last three years. Coach, I can't let you uh, go from this interview without mentioning the staff that you've brought in, too. I just wanted to say, DeMarl Slocum, fantastic coach, great kid. I know he was here for a time at the University of Utah, and I was always a fan of the way he handled his business. And it's about complete on your staff, and you're about to, is it about all put together for you? You know, we, we've hired DeMarl Slocum and Eric Peterson. And, of course, Eric was with us the last seven years, four years at South Dakota, and our, and our three years at Utah State. And Eric, you know, obviously knows me inside out and backwards. I know him inside out and backwards. Um, a pro's pro, 
very polished, articulate, excellent coach, high energy, great family, um, uh, excellent recruiter. I mean, I could go on and on, but uh, he'll be tremendous for us. DeMarlo Slocum, like you, you alluded to, I echo your sentiments 100%. DeMarlo and I worked together at Colorado State for four years and became very, very good friends. And I think the world of him, obviously he knows this job. He understands the University of Utah and all the intricacies that go with it. He understands recruiting here. Uh, he's a West Coast guy. I mean, born and raised in Las Vegas. He, he went home for two years back to, you know, to UNLV. Uh, his mom was having some health issues, and she's doing great now. But, um, and so, you know, they went through a coaching change as well, and that, that wouldn't have mattered. I would have offered him a position in a heartbeat. So those are the two that we have finalized as of today, the, the last assistant coaching position or the vacant one, I should say. Um, you know, I'm going to take our time with it. Uh, I'm not – certainly we have an idea on a few guys, but, you know, it, it, it's been tremendous, the outreach – that we've received. And of course, when you're my age, you know, a lot of people uh, being around for as long as we have. And so we're just going to take our time and see, you know, we just want to make sure we get it right and just kind of learn the job a little bit more. Obviously I got a head start on the job, just, you know, being at Utah state for three years and then our support personnel, which is vital for our program as well. Um, just in the midst, I've, I've talked to a lot of different people and just like when you build a team, uh, with players, you're, all, you're building a team with your staff. And you want to make sure that we all complement each other the right way. And, you know, this guy has these strengths. This guy has these strengths. I think that's a great match. And, and doing all that, but also identifying we want high-energy guys that are pros, pros, that are intelligent, that are compassionate. They treat people right, right? They're diligent in what they do, and they're big relationship people. And Certainly the two spots that we have filled in Eric Peterson, DeMarlo Slocum, um, fit that bill to a T. Well, Coach, uh, you know what? Look, I, I, obviously it's, it's fun to root for teams, but it's also fun to root for really good people. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what you do at the University of Utah. You're a good friend, a good man. Excited for you, excited for Petey, and, and excited to see what happens uh, going forward. But uh, you're one of the best dudes out there. Can't thank you enough for uh, – uh, all the great times on those uh, coaches' show and uh, pre- and post-game shows, you're the best, and uh, can't wait to see what you do at the University of Utah. Well, I appreciate it. we we got to have lunch someday. You're buying. You know, I'll buy. And, uh, by the way, tell, <laughs> tell, uh, tell, tell Darcy to look in Bountiful. There's, there's a lot of good places up there, just saying. Uh, is that right? I, I can promise. She, she, on, like, day one, started talking about houses like Darcy. No. Like I said earlier, like, I, I'm not even thinking about So. She, she gave me like a three-day reprieve or a four-day reprieve. And when I talked to her last night, before I called her, she's texting, what about this one? What about this one? I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. I think she's just previewing, you know, what the weekend will be when I, when I, when I head back up to, to Logan uh, and enjoy my family for a couple of days. So we'll oh, see where I'm it sure. goes. I'm sure she's got it all checked out um, um, or, or all scoped out, I should say, already. So we'll see what happens. You got it, Coach. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. There you go. Craig Smith right here on the Zone Sports Network. I'll say it for him. Go Utes. (laughs) I wonder if he's like, wait a minute, that's Scott. You know, that's got to throw him off a little bit. I I think he was biting his tongue a bit because he's like, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't feel right. Um, But, you know, obviously he's – you could tell he's excited. Oh, yeah, no doubt.
We've got to take a quick break. We're way behind. Quick segment coming up next, and we'll hand it over to the big show next here on the Zone Sports Network.